0: Welcome to the new day, new movie.
1: Another one.
0: Another one <laughs> another of
1: what? One. <laughs> DJ Cal- I, was, I was doing a DJ Khaled thing. Come on.
0: I know uh, who DJ Khaled is.
1: Yeah, just... another
0: one. Uh, welcome to the new day, new
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where we watch 365 movies in 365 days.
0: Welcome to episode four. Uh, okay. We've officially done one month of podcasting. Yes. 28, 28 days. Movies. Oh. Well 28, 28 days. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm Mitch. <laughs> I'm Scott. And welcome to the Indian podcast. How you doing?
1: I'm okay. I I'd like to start out with an apology for last week. It was an angry week. But we didn't go to any theater movies this week, so there's no reason to be angry.
0: That is true. Everything was at the comfort of our homes.
1: <laughs> and I think I liked more movies we watched last week than I did this week, and I'm still happier.
0: That, that yeah, last week had, that's one of my talking points later on, but there wasn't really anything that stood out to me this week. No. <laughs> but I have enough to talk about. This is so. one
1: of those weeks that we won't remember happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what do we watch this week? <laughs> oh man,
1: well, <laughs> let me tell you. So Monday, we started out with Buddy Games, then Tuesday, Eurovision, Wednesday, Fun House, Thursday, Vivarium, Friday, Jungle Cruise, Saturday, Night House, and Sunday, Solaris.
0: That, that was our week.
1: So, I think... <laughs> I think I'm getting sick of modern movies. I'm, I want to test this this theory next week, perhaps.
0: Okay. Yeah, what do you consider modern, though?
1: Like in the last ten years? Okay. Because one
0: of the movies years. was from 2002.
1: Yes, I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about. Yes, that. we will. But um, the but rest, I think. Yeah, the rest of them. I think I'm sick of movies that have been made in. The la- well, I, I don't even know. Maybe not ten. Maybe five. Because I think the oldest one this week was besides the 2002 was, nope, they were all 2019. (laughs) Maybe it's just a bad year 2019. 2019. (laughs) to to 2021. That's our range except for Sunday. But uh, they're just all the same shit. They're just same message. They're the same, like, everybody being topical. It's just, I don't know. I live in this world. Maybe I just want something from another time for a while
0: remember a simpler time <laughs> yeah <laughs> back in the early 2000s well, after early 90s
1: <laughs> basically 28 you know almost 30 movies of pretty much most of them have been in the last five years yeah. right and they're just yeah i'm just starting to feel like they're all the same shit well that
0: kind of brings me to one of my things that i said was like this this week at least compared to last week seemed easier to watch movies yes but I'm really struggling to remember what the hell I watched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, it's... Because yeah. kind of like you said, it's almost a lot of the same, just different. Like even the genres are almost, I don't know, it's it's weird. It's yeah, it kind
1: spans of, all genres we've watched. Yeah. But I'm really, I'm like, I'm hitting the point where I I want to watch TV shows instead too so that it's smaller more digestible snippets of story have you tried breaking the movies up yet i did that with jungle cruise this week i actually watched it in two sittings but it's kind of almost more uh inconvenient did you have to you're like dreading going back yeah exactly <laughs> you're like well and you know when you you run out of time one day and the next day it's not like shit stops right yeah it's not like i'm oh, i'll finish this later when nothing's happening so i haven't i haven't yet use that intentionally. Jungle Cruise, I just couldn't do it. Man, that's a long fucking movie. We'll talk about <laughs>
0: We have a lot to, to discuss with yeah. Jungle Cruise, but Yeah. All right, let's jump into Monday, I guess, uh with Buddy Games. Yeah. This was one of your recommendations.
1: Well <laughs> I'll start with a synopsis and then explain. So Buddy Games, a group of friends reunite to play the Buddy Games, a wild assortment of absurd physical and mental challenges. In the process, they'll heal old wounds, right past wrongs, and figure out the true meaning of friendship, or die trying. So explain. <laughs> <laughs> I confused this movie with another movie. Did you really? Yes. What did you think we were going to watch? <laughs> it has a similar premise. Somebody told me, I think Jess's parents maybe were talking about Tag. Oh, okay. Have you seen Tag? I have seen Tag. Okay, well, that's good, because we wouldn't have been able to watch it anyway. Yes. Then. But- I was thinking tag, because when we watched Triple X last week and I was over there, they were talking about, I just came on a you know TV or something, I think, and they were saying that it was good, and I'd never seen it. So when I saw that, that was why I think I texted you and asked you, I was like, have you seen Buddy Games? It, and in my head, until about halfway through the movie where I... <laughs> You're like, this is how Monday was gone, right? <laughs> Till about halfway through the movie where I was like, there's no fucking way this is based on a real story.
0: <laughs> it took you that long? It I mean, a took... dude got shot in the nuts <laughs> with a
1: paintball gun took... in the opening scene and you're like, that's plausible. Dude, I don't know. I mean, they <laughs> this, was a, this was a brain shut off movie for sure. I wasn't thinking that far into it. Uh... <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> despite... Thinking it was a different movie until halfway through, reali- roughly halfway through, realizing that it wasn't the movie I thought it was. <laughs> um, I actually kind of enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Yeah, and, but but like in a fun way. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything overly complicated. I mean, there was so much shit that didn't make sense. Oh yeah, and just it was outrageous,
1: but, but it was enjoyable. If you're gonna do a raunchy comedy, I I would rather watch this than you know, the swing of things or something. <laughs> this is a better example of a raunchy comedy it, than yeah. that crap. <laughs> so you enjoyed it. I, I did actually. But I mean, I I did just say how much I had turned off. Your brain to watch, to it. watch it. Yeah. yeah. So. But. I
0: mean, it was enjoyable, right? I mean, and I, I mentioned, right, that there's a lot of things that didn't make sense, like the in- Entire Olivia Munn like Oh, that was pretty dumb. B story made no sense at all.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: Like we introduced her in the beginning as a girlfriend and then we see that they're not engaged yet, but they're one of them wants to She wants to get married. She wants to get married and start a family and he's kind of hesitant about the entire thing and then she dips out for like ninety minutes of the movie returns in the last like five to like cheer him on in the buddy games. And it's like
1: shit out of everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I thought you just had to get it out of your system. Now we can start our lives. And I don't know. He's none of that.
1: I have an arrow through my hand.
0: None (laughs) of that had any purpose in the movie. Yeah. But again, whatever. uh,
1: Yeah. That, that's where, that's where I was glad the movie was over. (laughs) I think the point I hit was when she started just kicking the shit out of people, just destroying people, everyone, everyone there, went yeah. after her and she just beat the crap out of all of them. Again, huge dudes. Some of that didn't make sense, I was right? was like,
0: yeah, it was dumb. But I think the one thing, because again, I enjoyed the movie, but I'm still going to have my gripes with things, right? Sure. But I think Josh Duhamel and Olivia Munn are in a relationship and I just, they don't really explain that he has a business, but the business takes off and he sells well, he, it for $387 million. Yeah. I guess my thing is, and Obviously, I'm not in this situation, but I feel if I came into this much money, like just stupid rich, right? I'm not gonna like continue to have my parents live in some like grunge of a house. Like I would at least give them money for a better life. Like I'm, I yeah, don't know. his
1: parents in a. I don't even remember his parents. Being it looked in
0: like a it movie. was like his his house that he oh, grew yeah, up they in. They went right? to dinner. They went, they went to, to dinner, dinner that night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you know, you. he lives
1: in this like. Maybe they didn't want to move. Maybe they liked the house that maybe they did. You know, but like for Sunday dinner there every years.
0: every week. Like you're not going to go to the ten million dollar fifty <laughs> hey, thousand square was foot just mansion. That week,
1: you know, they didn't go to. No, they said it was a
0: regular or... weekly occurrence, which is why they were adding having sets in the bathroom as their part of their routine every week. Oh. I don't know. I'm just saying, if I came into money, I know I'd be sharing it with my family, probably some of my friends, especially my best friends. I feel like I would want to at least give them something, but it sounds like everybody in this life was cut out as soon as he made it.: That's his why
1: you don't have that much money, Mitch, because you're too giving. That's exactly right. You have to be Every time I make money, I just freak. give it
0: all away. <laughs> Yet the main... Except
1: for the buddy game. I
0: was going to say the main kind of plot of what they're all playing for... Is uh, he fronts yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah. for the games?
1: Look, man, you're thinking too hard. They also drink what pina coladas made with Nick Swartz and Siemen in it. So it's not it's not really one of those movies where you think about the money, right? <laughs> I I don't
0: know. I just <laughs> I think this is my um, hardest movie to talk about this week. Because, like you said, it's a dumb, raunchy comedy Yeah, it's nothing that you sit down about.
1: to just... Like, there's people shitting their pants. There's Nick and having sex for money with old ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of movie. And that's the one thing I didn't like about the movie, I think, is I'm not a huge fan of Nick Swartzen. <laughs> I can't stand him, really. But I
0: think... What I just need to remember from this is it's so hard to believe that this was based off a true story. <laughs> right? <laughs> and they never once played Tag. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: None of the Buddy games what involved the hell, Tag. Tag. <laughs> Fix your title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a pretty good Monday movie. I, I would watch it again, then go back and have to watch. Our Tuesday movie after it, I think.
0: You didn't like Eurovision?
1: No. (laughs)
0: Okay. So let's get into some conversation then. (laughs) Okay. Because I think Eurovision was the highlight of my week.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Tuesday was Eurovision. Do You want to tell us about it?
0: Yes. Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga. When aspiring musicians Lars and Sigrid are given the opportunity to represent their country at the world's biggest song competition... They finally have a chance to prove that any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for.
1: Father is ashamed of you. He's right. My father is ashamed of me. No, he's not. That's not true. No, it is true. After you left, he looked me deep into the eyes and said, "I am ashamed of you." Oh,
0: I, I don't and know. Then if that's.
1: He said, "Your life is a joke."
0: Maybe he was drunk.
1: No, he said. You might think that I'm drunk, but I am dead sober. (laughs) (laughs) This was definitely a Will Ferrell movie. This was one of the most Will Ferrell movies I've seen since Blades of Glory,
0: I think. I think it's actually the same director from Blades of Glory, which is why you got a lot of those vibes. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen Blades of Glory. I remember liking it when I saw it, Mm -hmm. but I was also like, what, 15? (laughs) So, I mean... (laughs) No, I, I'm I'm torn because I didn't I didn't love it. I wouldn't watch it again, but I didn't hate it. All right, so let me say this: Rachel McAdams is
0: wonderful in this movie. Yeah, she's a delight. I just like I think the quote that sums up my movie of this, and I'm going to say it early because then I want to talk about the rest. Okay, but essentially, this is not my favorite Will Ferrell movie, but it's my favorite Rachel McAdams movie. Okay. In the sense of like again, all of the plot points with Will Ferrell's character like are irrelevant. I just didn't even focus on those things cuz so they had nothing to do with any of the plot story whatever. I just liked her character. I liked like Eurovision for those of you who don't know is an actual competition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know how long it's been around, but it's held every year by the European Broadcasting Union and essentially as the show does, right, it brings a bunch of countries together who all send a representing artist... with a
1: pop song. Yeah, and they
0: have to compete in a real-world competition. And this movie actually had a lot of past winners. Did you know that? Like, in
1: it? I assumed. So I don't... I've never... I don't know a whole lot about the Eurovision competition. I know of it, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did know that going in, that it was real. And how it worked, kind of thing. But uh, a lot of people... I I assumed a lot of the stuff in the movie was references that I just didn't... Understand, yeah.
0: Well, I'm saying, so like in that pitch perfect like riff off or the Sondalon as they sure, call it in I the figured scene, that was probably all the of those people were like past winners okay. or past competitors. Like Interesting. So again, a little nod to them. Yeah. I don't know. Like I just found it fun. I don't, I think again, the Will Ferrell parts, I'm just kind of disregarding because <laughs> I just, he didn't do much to the story at all. Like he had a dream to go to Eurovision, which is the driving factor of everything. Yeah. But like, even, like, him singing at all <laughs> is, like, irrelevant when, like, you're putting yeah the band together. Because <laughs>
1: the whole thing, was he's the, he's the heart behind the band, but he's but, the, <laughs> the talent, really. Yes, yeah. you know?
0: But let's see here. You didn't like it, so let's, let's I, jump I on it. I didn't... I don't think you hated it. But no, didn't, I didn't hate it,
1: but it was just so... I don't know. and it was long too. <laughs> All these movies just <laughs> took forever. If they're too long, you could put it up on
0: a double or two and a half times the speed. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: that later. I think I was going to say that for Jungle Cruise. I was going to say, hey, you guys who I said who watch YouTube and other stuff, you know, two times speed that I don't understand you, you know what? <laughs> you get it now. <laughs> but they're not forced to watch these like we are. Like we have to sit through it. Yeah, we can just turn it off, right? (laughs) I would rather just do that. No, I I wouldn't have turned this one off, but I I don't know. I mean, I have been singing Yeah, Yeah, Ding Dong all week. See, I've been listening (laughs) to uh, Husavik all week. Yeah. The final song. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't know. I love that. I'm not going to listen to it on my own, though.
0: And I, I don't know. I looked into it. So like the singer behind that, her name is Molly Sandin. Okay. And she was a former competitor on the junior Eurovision competition. Okay. I didn't know there was a junior one. But she's from Sweden. And I don't know. It's just like her voice is incredible, I think.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good for the end of the movie. The song was great. You know, it was one of those movies where it yeah, feel, it feel good. good. You get yeah. goosebumps. You're like, oh, yay. Everything's wonderful. Not
0: really. There wasn't really <laughs> any fine. like conflict, you know. Like <laughs> Will mean, Ferrell dipped out. Will Ferrell and it was, like, was the
1: conflict. Yeah. yeah, he
0: dipped out of the competition just to like <laughs> realize they were still Dude, in. I seriously, loved, and, I that's
1: what. That's when I started feeling the length of the movie. Is when they say that Iceland got into the final round. Yep. And he's actually getting on the fucking plane, and he flew <laughs> back, and they show him the next day, and he's on the fishing boat, and I was like, oh my god, like just. Come on. It's all... Because that's, like you said, right? It's a it's a feel-good movie about... It's so predictable. Of the course. The things that are going to happen. Yes. So when you're going to be that predictable, like, get to it, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. There's there's certain scenes and certain parts of the story that I felt just dragged. And pretty much, even as great as the song was at the end, I was just waiting for it to be over. Did you have a bed. busy week? Yes, I, I did. Okay. Because I,
0: I, I feel like... I've noticed at points at least through this and it's only a few weeks in, but I feel like as things are busier for me, like I start to th- kind of value my time a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I could see like, if you're not invested in one of these movies, like how it could just it drag down. on. But you have so much other things going yeah. on in your life that you have to focus on. And you're like,
1: I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Same thing with jungle cruise this week. Yeah. It, it was just, yeah, that's exactly probably didn't help. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, A positive is I like Dan Stevens a lot in this. I thought that was hilarious. I thought he was the best part of the movie. And I so I know him from a couple things, but mostly the show Legion, Mm -hmm. the effects show Legion. It's like a X-Men universe kind of... It's a great show. I love that show. But that's like a totally different role. He's not... It's not funny. It's, you know, serious. Yeah, and, And so this... I don't know, dude. I was Just, cracking up at most. anything <laughs> he did. The whole movie was was great. That that song, so that song was apparently based on some Russian entry from a previous Eurovision. The 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 tider, it, the, no, lion, lion, the lion, the lion of love, or whatever yes. I think the song was called.
0: I will say though, because it seems like a lot of these songs were obviously written. For this movie, <clears throat> they're kind of comical, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you talked yeah. about the Lion of Love, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> ding dong,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> ding dong,
1: <laughs> swell and burst. let see what we've become. Oh, man, <laughs> catchy. It is catchy. That was the whole driving force for Red Hat song. Was they wanted a stupid catchy song. <laughs>
0: play Ya Ding dong. <laughs>
1: In the beginning of the movie,
0: at the end of the movie. Yeah. It was like, play that song. We don't care that, that you great. blew away the hearts of everybody with Husavik. Just play Ya ding Dong.
1: No, I think this, this might be one of those movies that after watching it, I'll probably grow to like this movie more over time. I did find something interesting I thought was the, the joke about them being brother and sister. Yeah. Or, or
0: possibly brother and sister. Because Pierce, Pierce Brasnan is just a ladies' man yeah. in, in Iceland.
1: But so his name is Eric yes. in the movie, right? And th- so I didn't know this, this is fascinating to me. It's crazy. Icelandic names. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Know. yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I know what you're doing. But yeah. So Iceland has like a strict naming system. So if you are a boy, your last name will be your father's first name and song like yep. the the suffix song and then if you're a girl it will be your father's first name and suffix daughter or mm-hmm. daughter so their their last name is Eric's song and Eric's daughter yeah and uh so that's like a joke in the movie is they're they're playing off of that of oh, they don't um, know well, if they're brother probably and not brother and sister but yeah they're from the small town and Eric Yeah, Eric's his son yeah, Eric's daughter yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty crazy. But even further into the naming thing, like, they have a committee. Iceland has a naming committee. Did you look? Did you see that? I didn't see this far. Dude, so their first names have to be approved. They have a list of first names that are allowed. (laughs) And it's like a whole because of the isolation, right? And tradition, just the way they are. They have like no new names are allowed. They have a set list of names that has been adjusted over the years. But yeah, but you have to submit. You have six months. They give you six months to name your child. Is this before or after birth? I don't know. I didn't actually look that up. Interesting. I don't know. But you get six. You have six months. You month, six month window to time name period your kid. to name your kid. <laughs> And it has I to be assumed after I was thinking that thing's born. You know, it's a boy or a girl. I Man, you know that before it's born, I guess. But, but yeah, and it has to be approved by the committee. So if it's not one of the like list, was it the vampire the committee?
0: Get from what we the, do in the shadows. Because <laughs> Nadja was in this film.
1: Nadja was in this film
0: again. <laughs> another that was great. Like, I had never seen her in anything either. So yeah. like, it's kind of nice seeing some of these. Like, either television true, stars yeah. or other, like, branch out into movies. but
1: Yeah, see, I, I'm all smiles talking about it, so it was, it was fine.
0: Like I said, I think it was up there for, like, my highlight of the week. And I think I'll probably reference this a lot, but this was just a week of average movies. Yeah. Like, there was I, I no... I suppose
1: I can see with the rest of the movies we watched this week how this could be a standout.
0: There was, like, no <laughs> Dune, right? There's
1: nothing that, like... Oh, yeah. ...pushed the bar this week. Well... Okay, interesting that you say that. We'll get to this down the road. but We'll come back around to that idea. We will, we will. But not right now, because right now we're going to talk about Wednesday.
0: Funhouse. <laughs> so this was one of Thanks my picks. Thanks for picking
1: this one, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have been that kidding. bad.
0: <laughs> All right, you, you can admit it, because you just watched the trailer right before this. Yep. Like the trailer, the trailer sells this
1: movie. Oh, yeah. The trailer makes it look so much better than it actually is. Yes. So let's
0: talk about what Funhouse is really quick.
1: Yeah. So Funhouse, when eight celebrities from around the globe are invited to compete in an online reality show, they soon realize that they're playing for their lives as those voted off suffer horrific consequences broadcast live to the world.
0: So I guess when I saw the trailer, obviously it's a reality show. So I got like that Love Island or <laughs> um, Jersey Shore vibes meets Squid Game, right? Okay. Everybody's paying f- playing for a cash prize. Uh, yeah, talk that's in front how of you the- sold it to me. Yeah, you talk in front of the cameras, <laughs> right? And, like, you have your little, you know, moment. They they get to this house and... Do you want to play a game? Right. It's, it's <laughs> essentially kind of like a Saw-themed, right? Because, like, they all agree to participate in here, but then they just show up in a house. They don't have their phones. They don't know how they got there. They have no idea where they are. And this panda... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: sexual <harassment from> <laughs> that's food. all I could think the whole movie, dude. But he comes on this screen... The whole movie. Because he's like... He's essentially like a CGI... Like... Really shitty
1: CGI CGI
0: panda. panda that's being motion captured from the guy kind of running the show. And he's talking to all the players about... There are rules you have to follow and you have to do this and you have to talk to people. Yeah, he's like the host. Yeah, he's, he's the, the host of, of the, show. the show. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I thought it was a pretty interesting concept. Execution? Oh, <laughs> it wasn't a great movie,
1: right? But I, I didn't know what to expect. Okay. No, that's fair. I'm just giving you shit. Because, I mean, like I said, that's how you sold it to me, right? We both went through about in this last year of watching Love Island yeah, in Australia. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's like guilty pleasure of ours. And so that plus Squid Games is top, topical. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, what's not to like about Love Island Squid
0: Games? I mean, did you get that feel at all? Like, was I kind of in the realm of... At the very beginning.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you first don't know what it is and you're expecting Love Island Squid Games... Sure. It feels <laughs> like Love Island Squid Games. Then you meet all the people and their acting is about as good as all the people on Love Island.
0: So we're, they did accurate then, They did right? good. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> what's your favorite color? Speaking of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's your type? <laughs> Nobody's going to get these
0: references. If you watch any Love Island any Love episode Island. ever and they're trying to meet each other, they usually have two get to know you questions that are, are a must. The
1: surefire way to know someone's soul. Yeah. What's your type? <laughs> and what's your favorite color? And what's your favorite color?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think, yeah. I think I know where you were going, though. I think you were going to say- the uh, acting? No. You were about <laughs> okay. to mention one of the actors in this. Yeah. Go ahead. Walt, is it Walter or Walter? Val,
1: I think it's Walter.
0: Okay. So, Walter Skarsgård, mm-hmm. who plays Casper, is in this. Mm-hmm. And he's the brother of Bill, who plays Pennywise.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, the whole family. And the
0: son of S- Stellan from Dune and so many other
1: things, right? Yeah, the whole family's talented. This poor chap I never <laughs> got the, the acting gene, though. He <laughs> <laughs> should look into business or something. Dude, I guess when, I don't know, like, I guess <sighs> you're
0: usually it's the opposite, right? Like, Stellan pushed out, like, eight kids, dude. He was... There's a lot of... There's a, yeah, lot, there's of a lot of Stars kids. Guard kids. Yeah. So, usually, you're just hoping for one of them to, like, come away with, you know, as you said, the acting ability.
1: Mm-hmm. The acting gene. The acting gene. But, <laughs> that acting parents only seem to have, I guess.
0: But, like, yeah, the opposite, right?
1: He <laughs> he, he didn't get it. Poor guy. Poor guy tried his hardest. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't terrible terrible, compared to the rest of the the cast, right? That's that whole when you put an ugly girl next to a pretty girl. (laughs) Oh my god! Put an uglier girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, that's been explored in (laughs) movies in the past.
1: (laughs) Nobody watched any comedies in the early two (laughs) thousands.
0: Oh, it's uh, like in How I Met Your Mother, the cheerleader effect. Yeah, that. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yes, exactly that,
0: right? <laughs> you did a bunch of yeah. n- average-looking women next to each other. They seem to kind of enhance of each pop- other. Yeah, yeah. But then you look at them all individually and you realize, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I get what you're saying.
1: <laughs> so when you put... As a group, the actors in this movie were okay enough. Yeah. But individually, <laughs> when they got their own scene... <laughs>
0: Yeah, they didn't play. Uh, yeah. They didn't play the part very well, but I don't know. I thought it was like obviously has that like saw cube type of feel to it, right? Cube. That's another like wake oh. up in a location and, mm. anyways. How you wake up in a? How you wake up? How you dead. wake up dead? <laughs> <laughs>
1: up dead How the hell do you wake up dead? Because <laughs> you're alive when you go to sleep. Wait, just tell me you can. So you help telling me that you can go to bed dead and wake up alive? You can't go to bed dead, man. That shit would be redundant. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um. But what I was trying to say is, like, the challenges were decent enough, right? When like they got voted off the island, right? Mm-hmm. Like, voted off the. Island. <laughs> I mean, you can-
1: <laughs> when they got fucking murdered. <laughs>
0: I mean, there's a list of like, there's a list of catchphrases you could use, like from The Bachelor. From sure, and they didn't Survivor. use any of that. Yeah, I don't didn't. know if
1: those are trademarked, but that would have been like at least campy enough to be funny, right? <laughs> Did they even say anything clever when they killed him? I don't think so. All I remember is the panda saying every time the results, they just said he just said. Who the votes are in who Do you know you know what I'm talking about
0: Yeah when he's trying to announce who is going to go into the competition to see if they stay in the house essentially Yeah He has some sort has of catchphrase
1: Yeah but it's it's not anything So without further
0: ado let's find out who
1: No it's like this <laughs> yeah it's not like you, know, you don't remember it right but you heard it seven or eight uh, times This whole movie was like it's character that ended up winning the competition it's plain. Is it boring. Oh, you're talking about the won. quiet reserve character <laughs> <Yeah>. that won.
0: <laughs> because she was in on it? She was in, yeah. That's the, Spoilers, the twist. Spoilers,
1: since they didn't show literally anything about her the entire movie. Yeah. You never see her do anything. She's a chess master. And she keeps winning. And she oh, yeah, lost chess at chess. Master.
0: But then she also said, I am never letting you beat me at chess again.
1: Did she say that?
0: At the end when like they do the reveal that she was in on it the entire time. Yeah. He's like, did you have fun? She's like, I did, but I'm never letting you beat me at chess again.
1: Oh, and that's when they start making out? Yeah. Because if you didn't get that she was in on it the whole time yet now, you really will? Well, they they spoon-fed you (laughs) (laughs) that
0: she was in on it. (laughs) I don't know. I like the Irish guy. (laughs) The UFC fighter? Yeah. That was kind of a good scene. Yeah, him fighting everybody. Actually, it wasn't
1: bad. It was the most interesting part of the movie.
0: Like, everybody... So, essentially, how this worked is, like, this was live-streamed to everybody in the world if they wanted to tune in, and there was no commercials. It was pretty much 24 hours of reality content that people were able to engage in and watch, and the contestants were able to do whatever they want to essentially get votes. So, some of them... We're trying to be genuine. Some of them were trying to play the game. Some of them took their clothes off. Like it was <laughs> however you wanted to true. get your vote. Uh, but essentially there was one scene where our like UFC fighter, he has like an anger issue. His challenge was to fight one of these four people that uh everybody got to vote who he was going to fight against, essentially to the death. So they brought out this like six foot seven three hundred pound dude Shoot, with a skull painted on his face, Just massive dude, and the the Irish guy ends up he winning the fight, yeah, yeah, it
1: was actually a pretty sick fight, yeah, I was surprised,
0: and then they're like, all right, now the next part, you get to fight the other three that you didn't get to fight originally, and yeah. they just they they kill
1: him he got he got his you know he got a few punches in yeah well, i mean that, that you know that was a more respectful death for him than anyone else got. I think. Yeah. I'm beaten like a pinata uh pulled apart. Oh yeah. That first guy who's a pinata. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> the two lowest have to compete and they blindfold the first girl and swap the dude out for, a she thinks it's a pinata. And she has she to. She just beats the crap out of this poor guy hanging there. Oh,
0: they also change her bat out. She has a normal bat. Oh yeah, with and spikes. Then, and then they give her one with like <laughs> nails embedded in it and just everyone's like forced so to dumb. watch. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was it's exactly what it sounds right right it at this point of the week i wanted to
1: just take a nap <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was more of a comedy than it was a horror
1: yeah unintentionally yeah i though, think there was yes. trying
0: to be some fear behind it and but
1: yeah the, <clears throat> the villain they definitely took seriously <laughs> and they shouldn't he was wearing way too much makeup Anyway, so Thursday. <laughs> oh, wow. We are moving <laughs> quick this week, folks. Do You have anything else you want to talk about? Sexual harassment, panda.
0: Sexual harassment, panda. Which he
1: watches the, the one girl that wins masturbate by the pool, so that's fitting. <laughs> sexual <laughs> harassment, panda.
0: I mean, the other two are also getting it on in the other room, so.
1: Panda. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: All right, Vivarium on Thursday. So a young couple is thinking about buying their starter home, and to this end, they visit a real. Is that really what it says? A real estate agency.
1: A real estate agency. Real estate. Is it
0: just spelled R E A L?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, like real. <laughs> I'm a like, real estate agent. <laughs> I'm a real boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a Thursday.
0: So, <laughs> Thursday, Vivarium. A young couple is thinking about buying their starter home, and to this end, they visit a real estate agency where they are received by a strange sales agent who accompanies them to a new, mysterious, peculiar housing development to show them a single family home. They get trapped in a surreal, maze like nightmare. Vivarium. What did you think of this movie, Scott? I enjoyed it. That didn't sound convincing, but...
1: I didn't get it. Okay. After three days of mindless, drooling drivel Mm -hmm. of movies, (laughs) (laughs) I was not prepared for the deep. But I enjoyed visually, I enjoyed uh atmospherically i enjoyed the acting i usually hate jesse eisenberg he did good in this um he annoys the crap out of me these days but uh i really liked him up until his death scene that was pretty lame but whatever Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i just felt like it was trying to be really deep like some message on isolation and parenting or i
0: don't know i feel like you're digging way into it right which I guess you, you can with this movie. There's a lot to sure. unravel with it. Um, and I'm just pulling this off of IMDb, right? But okay. like my take on this is it's kind of like a parasitic host type movie, right? Where the they're essentially the host is forcing you to raise their kids to replace them in a sure. long line of evolution of, I don't know. But this is from IMDb on the trivia page. Uh, but the opening sequence displays the activities of an avian bird brood parasite, which are organisms that rely on others to raise their young. So the brood parasite okay. manipulates a host, either of the same or another species, to raise its young as if it were, as if it were its own, using brood mimicry. For example, by having eggs that resemble the hosts.
1: So that's what—that's another soho. If I would have known about the garlic, it would have given away the ending. Yes. If I would have known what the hell these birds were at the very beginning of the movie, I would have known what's going on.
0: So, yeah, the opening sequence is that, If you're smart,
1: they ruin the movie for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, obviously, this came from further research. I didn't go in knowing this,
1: right? You don't know your species of birds off the top of your head? Blue bird. Blue (laughs) jay. (laughs) Robin. Blue-footed booby. Was that a bird? That was Mr. Shore's favorite bird. remember he had some hanging above his desk. I never had this class. You'd go up to Scott. people and always say, you <laughs> like my boobies? <laughs> uh. Uh.
0: But yeah, so a lot of things that you kind of already mentioned, right? I really love the acting in this. Um, I enjoyed the concept of the film. And it really, I it got pretty weird, which I really liked. Oh, yeah. Like, it got really weird. Like, it just, all of a sudden, uh, every time they were in that neighborhood, dude, I was getting the cat in the hat vibes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. With like, I mean, that's... all of the houses looking similar. Yeah. And when I say cat in the hat vibes, like the neighborhood, I'm talking about like the live action yeah, the Mike, Mike Myers one, not the Halloween Mike Myers, but the Austin Powers. Mike Myers,
1: not Michael Myers. Yeah. Is it, I don't know. Do people call anybody Michael Myers? I don't Mike Myers. Do people call Michael Myers? You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Anyway, cat in the hat. No doubt about that. <laughs> Super fundiferous feline. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I was
0: watching it and I was like, I couldn't piece it together. And so I was doing like research, trying to figure out like- Of what it was reminding you of? Of what it was reminding me oh, of. So yeah. I was like going through like my my movie kind of vault, mm-hmm. as you could say. And I was like, what the, what is this reminding me of? Yeah. And then but I was like- Same thing. Cat in the hat, like a hundred percent. houses and whole yes. neighborhood
1: all like the same. Yep,
0: Yeah. Everything's similar about it. I don't know. Like, so we talked about like, it was kind of weird, which it was. Kind of. Like, it got really weird. Like, the the floor, like, the sidewalk could get lifted up into, like, these tunnels to all of the other kind of vivariums. And it seems like there's obviously oh, multiple yeah. of these parasites, hosts, oh, whatever you want to call.
1: Insane,
0: yeah. Uh, kind of giving... And that's, like, I feel like the only time things happened in this movie. Like, the rest of it, I just feel like not a lot happened. Which yeah. is fine. Like, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. And I was you know, going along with the story and whatnot. And the kid was aging rapidly, or they were at least showing the progression of time by having him age as fast as he did. But like on day 92, he's like an eight year old kid, you know? So obviously he grows faster than normal humans, but I don't know. Like it wasn't the best movie I've seen about digging holes. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's reserved for Stanley yelling as the (laughs) Fourth.
1: Well, those kids built character too. Jesse Eisenberg just dug his grave. <laughs> also, can can we just talk about how unbelievable it is that he was a landscaper or a gardener? Yeah, he didn't sell that scrawny very well. bitch. <laughs> like he like he'd be digging for days like that. Nah, that's why she had to bathe him because he couldn't move. He's so <laughs> sore, and he goes right back out and digs more hole. Like, ah, uh-uh, I'm not buying that shit for a minute. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, you raised the kid. I'm not your mother.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, digging up, up, on, oh, dig it.
0: Yeah, dude. Like Detail. Seriously, like <laughs> 75% of this movie was
1: Jesse Eisenberg digging a hole outside. <laughs> well, 75% of what Jesse Eisenberg did in this movie was that. Uh, 75% of what Imogen Boots did was wander around the neighborhood chasing after crazy <laughs> real estate, man
0: real estate man real estate man he could be a superhero he could be world's worst superhero (laughs) real estate man (laughs) what (laughs) what does he do he
1: just sells your house (laughs) makes you raise his (laughs) (laughs) kids.
0: and with your home i got you a gift bag a gift package it's my kid
1: i'll see you in 18 years (laughs) (laughs) and some tasteless strawberries and champagne
0: i don't know it was super weird Yeah, that's what
1: I enjoyed about it. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed watching it. But by the end, I didn't feel... Like you got anything out of it. Like it got anywhere, yeah. And I I also had to fight uh, the people I watched it with not enjoying it. Who'd you watch it with? Being frustrated that nothing was happening and getting bored. I watched this with Jess and my dad and my grandmother. Okay. So that was interesting. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like I said, it did not seem like a lot happened in this movie. It, like one of those like slow burns and I have a movie this week that going back and talking about like an experience movie and I don't think this wasn't necessarily an experience movie I,
1: it, I, it had parts that I mean kind of just just watching was a mm-hmm. spectacle yes so yeah I would classify this as that But like it kind of bridge the gap
0: movie. sure but I think compared to Sunday like it's like oh, I think yeah. Solaris is definitely an experience yeah. movie where
1: this I would say Nighthouse too oh yeah which i have nothing else to say for very Vav- <laughs> so do you want to try and get there <laughs> <laughs> we have to
0: get through jungle cruise to get to the shit, next shit <laughs> i thought you would notice
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let's talk about friday then jungle cruise Based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. That seems less than helpful of a description.
0: Did you pull it directly off our sheet? Yeah. that one came with like a
1: fucking I essay. The, <laughs> I didn't pull the big one. That's why I didn't pull that one because it was <laughs> massive. Yeah. Like that... the rock. Dwayne Johnson
0: <laughs> the essay one I think has more context as All to right. what happened in that movie than what right. actually happened
1: in that movie <laughs> uh, can Paul Giamatti read it to me in a shitty Italian accent <laughs> 1916 uh, here it comes uh, the essay you want me to read the essay I want you to read the All essay right. get ready folks this is going to be about as long and grueling as watching this fucking movie <laughs> 1916, dreaming about saving countless lives and having another adventure, the feisty English feminist and doctor of botany, Dr. Lily Houghton, 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 <laughs> whatever, embarks, I watched this movie, I don't remember her name, Yesterday. embarks on a perilous mission to change the world, along with her fashionable brother, McGregor, Dr. H, H- enlists oh in the help of an- <laughs> Of the arrogant, wisecracking riverboat skipper, Captain Frank Wolf, to guide them through the serpentine Amazon River in this swift, wooden, oh, his swift wooden boat. Is that a euphemism too? <laughs> now as the intrepid trio ventures deeper and deeper into the heart of an impenetrable... Gri- I think these are all euphemisms, man. What is this movie? I don't this remember is like the any cover. of this. <laughs> this is like the cover of The Little Mermaid back when it first came out. An impenetrable green maze searching for something that cannot be found, a centuries-old curse, and the ruthless aristocrat prince, Joaquim?
0: Yes, Joaquim.
1: Joaquim threatened to put an end to their ambitious plans, and sooner or later, the jungle always wins. <laughs> it's not done. Is it true that the Spanish conquistador Don Agger? Oh my God. What's his name, dude? That the Spanish conquistador Don Julio was lost in the same godforsaken part of the world? Is it true? <laughs> Quite possibly because he's in most of the fucking movie. <sighs> dude, fuck this movie. <laughs> I didn't even hate this movie that much. It just, reading that made me upset. Back to week three anger. <laughs> Uh, uh, this was a movie that did come out in theaters, so maybe
0: that's why best. you're upset. <laughs> the, best.
1: the best part of this movie was um, the Rock's delivery of all of the really shitty dad jokes, puns, yeah, and dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, this movie can get fucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had that parts I did enjoy. Terrible dad jokes, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> the fact that the Rock became a rock. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind of cool
1: <laughs> Oh, man <laughs> So we found out that Rock beats rock <laughs> Rock beats rock <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit, man Dude, it took So this movie's so goddamn long It took 15 <laughs> minutes to get to the title sequence When Jungle Cruise came on screen I paused it because I was like I feel like I've been watching this for an hour now Like, what the fuck? 15 minutes. Exactly. Does that make sense to you? This is a movie for children's. (laughs) For For children's. children's. (laughs) It's a movie for children. It doesn't make sense. Most of the children I know would have been bored before they even got to the title.
0: So, obviously, like, this movie is in the similar world of, like, Indiana Jones, National Treasure, Road El Dorado. World as in It's a movie about an adventure. Sure. Right? And there's some great theme that awaits them, which is the tree... Of life, I think is what it's called. Because you are so done with this movie.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It has leaves, they're purple. The rock (laughs) rock inhales one when he's a stone and then gets a hard on for Emily Blunt. And that's the movie.
0: (laughs) He's also 400 years old. He's a cradle. He's a cradle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that scene in What We Do in the Shadows. It's like some people don't get our relationship. You know, I'm four times her age. But I don't care if people call me a trailer robber. I mean, okay. I like Emily Blunt. I like The Rock. But this just, this didn't do it for me, man. This was, this was bad. And like, I get that this is a children's movie. Sure. But like you said, like, there is not excitement in this movie.
1: No, it's not even, like, the whole movie's CGI. The whole movie's them on a green screen boat with a green screen background and a green screen jungle, everything. They're standing on a CG, a green platform mm-hmm. and a green room. And that's how this entire movie was filmed. Yep. I'm happy to see that quite a few people also didn't care for this. Cause I feel like for children's movies that Disney puts out, I, I guess I just expect everyone to be like, Oh yeah, but it was great. Cause it was a Disney movie. So like, you're thinking about it too much. But like, I did go into this. I wanted to like this. I was excited for this to get off of Funhouse and all the other shit this mm-hmm. week. I was like, man, this is going to be easy, you know, put on some smooth jazz and relax. Yeah. It's going to be easy watching.
0: So as I kind of mentioned earlier, right, this, like, you're you're in this adventure movie, right? And uh, I don't know, the end of it, right, is what I was kind of thinking, kind of reminded me of like National Treasure. Like they've been carrying around this arrowhead which is actually a heart the entire film. And then I don't she she wasn't able to read the arrowhead but she could read the inscription on the wall to understand that she had to break open the arrowhead and all I could think of it was national treasure. <laughs> right? Like yes, she's had it the entire time. The secret lies with sharp, right? <laughs> she's had what she needed the entire way to just make everything work and which is fine. You know, it's been played out in other movies, whatever. But there's just there's a lot wrong with this and I, I feel I don't know. I'm with Scott because I guess I was excited for this movie too. Um we watched it the day it released on Disney Plus. yeah I don't Disney know if you knew Plus that day. Yes. Oh yeah, dollar ninety nine Disney Plus month. So yeah, I was excited did you see The Simpsons like six minute I heard there was a promo but I didn't see it it's pretty great. Is it? Yeah. It's pretty great. Not like this
1: movie. <laughs> this movie it's was better, really bad. Better than Jungle Cruise?
0: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. And, again, I have nothing against movies that are geared towards kids. And, like, there's a lot of... Like, oh. Pixar puts out great content every single year. Like, year after year. They are pushing out, like, intricate stories that you can follow along. Characters are likable. And, I don't know. It's it's easy enough to watch and enjoy. Whereas this, I just... I. It was so boring, dude. Yeah, pretty much. Have you been to Disneyland? No, I have not. Okay, so I'm wondering, because I haven't either. I'm wondering if there'd be more love for this movie had we actually been on the ride before. Like maybe we had noticed things that were on the ride and you're like, oh, nostalgia. But
1: Well, the jokes (sighs) are apparently, his jokes were taken directly from the ride. Okay, so as you're on the ride, he... Your your skipper tells you and whatever. Like okay. it's all something. So yes, that I didn't know until after. So I'm sure there was plenty of references.
0: Like I, said, I don't know if that would make it more enjoyable just because you might catch those things as you're watching, but I just not having been on that ride, like, God, this was, this was a tough one. Like, how do you even want to oh, close out of this? Movie? I, I, <clears throat> I did have
1: another thing. I just wanted to talk about how bizarre it was to hear an instrumental version of metallica's nothing else matters in the middle of this movie
0: i did not catch that
1: dude bruh (laughs) we gotta bring this shit up okay let's bring it up nothing else matters so you didn't recognize it at all i don't think i was paying enough attention it's in the middle of the movie so I think Do you and know it's the like scene? over the it was showing a bunch of c g i crap. I couldn't narrow it down for you It was <laughs> like at night and it was like a panorama and I think it was when the rock was explaining something about his past or something maybe okay, after they got captured and then revealed that he lied to whatever this was in the movie show
0: this podcast could capture. The look of confusion on my face right now.
1: Yeah, I can't believe you didn't pick this out. I was like, I was sitting there. I looked at Jess. I was like, Is this this is fucking Metallica? <laughs> like, it's actually. It's It's a nice verse. Yeah, mm. I dig it. It's just weird that it was like. Yeah, this was because like, the dun, movie was so exciting. Dun, 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 dun. But, yeah, I mean, nothing else matters. Leave this on for the rest of the podcast. Put people to sleep. I thought that was bizarre. Hey, Scott. I don't always
0: listen to Metallica, but when I do, nothing else matters.
1: I was was, right along with the movie. I was was a skipper (laughs) on the boat, buddy. (laughs) Uh, That's the best time we could have ever hoped for with Jungle Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jungle Cruise was not great. I'm glad you thought so because I was honestly expecting for me to just like it being the end of the week and being busy and it was, it was tough.
0: I think that brings up an interesting point because you mentioned end of the week movies and I've been finding myself actually, I think, struggling either to remember or talk about some of these later movies than previous movies. And I think it's because the other ones I at least get to sit on a little bit
1: and maybe... There's time to process. Yeah, process,
0: formulate my thoughts and things like that. Whereas, like, I don't know. I I just, this is a movie I'm glad I don't get to process (laughs) and think about before I have to talk about it.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think this is a movie you're intended to process. That's true. Right? It's flashy. It's another one of those... Ooh, Hope, colors. Hopefully the CGI the saves Everybody the Everybody loves The Rock. Emily Blunt's great. Everybody loves Emily Blunt.
0: Again, I, I like the cast, but... We've had back-to-back, I think, bad Friday movies, so...
1: I don't What the hell was last Friday? Triple X. Oh, God.
0: So, I found some delight in last week's Saturday movie, which I think I found some delight in this Saturday's movie, which was The Night House. Yes. Uh, so... I have a much shorter synopsis than (laughs) you do (laughs) compared to your Jungle Cruise. (laughs) Compared to Jungle Cruise. Uh, So, Nighthouse, a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets.
1: And much like the comparison to the synopsis of Jungle Cruise, the movie was nice and tight. Dude, it was
0: really well paced and written. it It was great. It was a really I good I really game.
1: enjoyed This was probably the highlight of my week. See, I had Eurovision and this were the highlights of my week. Yeah, this was, uh, we'd been, we wanted to go see this in theaters when it came out mm-hmm. a while back and, uh, and we just never got the chance. So, um, I'm glad we watched it this week because we needed a break from the mundane.
0: This, this was a great movie compared to the rest of the week. But the movie starts off with Rebecca Hall, who plays the character Beth, uh, coming home from her husband's funeral. Uh, we find out her husband shot herself, shot himself out on the boat and it kind of came as a complete shock to everyone. And then as the movie unfolds, we learn that Beth previous, like in high school had died recent or had died for like four minutes. And then the movie revolves a bit about around like death, trying to bring her back Mm -hmm. or some demon, what they refer to as what, uh, nothing, nothing. Right. Uh, so this demon or death essentially is manipulating Beth's husband, Owen into trying to kill her, and he starts researching how to essentially trick this demon. Right, so he reads up on a bunch of books and reads things about opposites can
1: trick, death. It, yeah, puzzles and and uh, certain statues and basically just basic trickery of the kind of. Demonic nature, I guess, mm-hmm. spirits, trying, so, to, trying to ward off and confuse spirits to keep them away.
0: So he built his lake house, and he ends up building a exact replica of the lake house on the other side of the lake, which is opposite floor plan. So everything is yeah, totally mirrored. In, yeah, mi- mirrored. And he ends up killing people who look like Beth uh, to try to satisfy this voice in his head saying, you need to kill Beth, because he loves his wife, and he has, and he could never hurt her which is why he ends up taking his own life because he realizes there's no escape to this unless he does the deed. And I don't know. I really like this movie. There's uh, the teacher scene with the parent had me fucking dying, (laughs) dude. (laughs) She just goes off on this parent (laughs) who's like, I'm just trying to get my son's elective grade up. And she's like... I oh, part- you
1: want an A. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you an no, A. No, a B's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I I just dying, dude. It so <laughs> was so funny. Like, Not that I've had like bad interactions with parents before, but I've heard stories oh, of sure. those, right? And I, I'm just sure that like every teacher, or at least in their career, would just love to just not give a shit anymore and yeah. just unload.
1: Did they nail the uh, the conversation between the four teachers that went out for a beer that night?
0: I think they were on the right track, right? <laughs> like, teachers show up, and they just, they vent, right? They need to. Sure. There's just a lot of shit going on, and they just, they need to get it off. And obviously, like, Beth's character's dealing with a lot of shit. So, yeah. like, she just, like, goes off the rails Yeah, on, in that conversation. Uh, but the rest of them kind of seemed like they were talking... Like school policy and mm-hmm. how they had trouble with like the administration and like you know a lot of talks that you might hear teachers have. Yeah. So they they did pretty good there. I,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that they they got the teachers right.
0: <laughs> I I was I was laughing quite a bit, kind of going through and again like I could I could envision myself in some of those, not envision myself, but again I think every yeah. teacher hits their breaking point sure. at some point and they just like just wish you could just unload you know yeah. like but <laughs> there are other scenes though that I, I found myself I like, really enjoying, and like the lake scene at the end with like the red lighting across the mm-hmm. lake oh just everything was so good and oh the it, cinematography in this was great essentially she's like talking to nothing at this point mm-hmm. or the the demon right of making the decision to go or stay type thing and I'm sure there's some symbolism some people were reading into it like what is the name of the person who takes you across like oh, the uh, Styx River?
1: Charon, the ferryman in Dante's Inferno. Yes,
0: you, you kind of got... Yeah. Did you get similar vibes to that? I kind of did.
1: Um, Not necessarily, like... I didn't pick up on that in watching, but I I could see it. See how other sure. people kind of yeah. maybe interpreted that. Sure. Yeah. What did you
0: think of this, though? I mean, you said you liked it.
1: Dude, I, I love this. I, I want to start by saying I have watched an uncomfortable amount of horror movies mm-hmm. in my life. And I'll give you a little about me, a little background. I was a scared child. I didn't sleep for like three months after I was allowed to watch The Ring dude, dude. when I was like nine years old, I ten years old. I hate The
0: Ring. I hate it.
1: Dude, that movie fucked me up, right? Dude,
0: it was 2002 <laughs> when that movie came out. So we were what, nine?
1: Yeah, nine or ten.
0: And like, I know for me, and it's probably similar, I had a fucking TV in every room in my oh, house, yeah, dude. <laughs> and I'd wake up
1: I, cause I couldn't sleep without the TV back then. Cause it, that was just the times, you know?
0: <laughs> dude, the ring. Yeah. Terrifying. But uh, I think I know where you're going with this.
1: But yeah, I, I would, I, I struggled with, with horror movies and being scared. And uh, my grandparents, I don't know if they know this, but they had, they lived around the corner from mm-hmm. us at the time. We lived very close, so I would walk over there and I'd stay over all the time overnight. And they had all of the movie channels. But my goal was to tame my fear of horror movies. And I, the the young masochist that I was, put myself through watching The Ring and many other horror movies in the dark by myself at night just to force myself to not be scared anymore. Mm-hmm which began my love of horror movies. And so I have seen many, many horror movies. And at this point in my life, jump scares do not affect me in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Not in the slightest. I haven't gotten got by a jump scare in probably multiple decades now, (laughs) right? Pushing. And so this movie really surprised the hell out of me with their tasteful and effective usage of jump scares, I've never seen anything like it. It was a movie with jump scares where I wasn't annoyed that they're trying to scare me with jump scare. I I, I watched it with my dad, and after the first one, my dad was like, "I think I just pissed myself a little."
0: <laughs> yeah, I wrote Holy on here shit, I was like, "Man, this for me has been the scariest movie we've watched this far."
1: Absolutely,
0: and one that I have one of the scariest movies I've watched in a long time, actually. Because like, just like you said, like The Ring got me really good. And I still haven't watched that movie, I don't think, back since I watched it when it's, I was nine.
1: It's shit, dude. I'm
0: sure it's terrible. <laughs> but it, it freaked me out. And this movie with the use of like camera angles and furniture to create like
1: the shapes, the shapes of a man and the reflections that you pick up subconsciously. Yeah. But the, I mean, the sound was one where they did get you with sound a couple of times, but the, the running there, she's outside of the house at night. She's got the spotlight on. So you only see so much, but it's dark and there's just these random, kids or the women, I guess, in hindsight, now you know, yeah, you don't know at the time. So I didn't even register it until just now, actually, but it's the women who, who were dead in in the house across the, the lake that were running around her house and they like materialized out of thin air running next to her. Mm -hmm. And so you're looking at her on the screen, center screen, and there's nothing around her. And then you see out of thin air right next to her, one of the women appears and runs past her. And just the way they did it just scared the ever-living fuck out of me, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, yeah. It was, it was Good pretty God. creepy. <laughs> it, was a, it was a terrifying movie for sure. And again, it was like I, I almost didn't write it in my notes of just being like there was points where I, I got legitimately kind of freaked out.
1: Dude, I got some goosebumps. <laughs> the statue in the other house when she's hanging out in the other house. and Because like. And another thing this movie does is... Because there's a lot of movies that try to... Horror movies now, with the jump scares, try to divert your expectations where you're like, okay, there's a jump scare coming. Mm -hmm. I can tell. I've done this a thousand times. And then they don't quite do it, but they never do it to where they actually get you. They just do it to where it's like shortly after you would expect one. So you're still kind of like, stupid. Right? But this one you're you're anticipating it the whole movie pretty much you're like waiting for something to materialize or you know some 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 jump scare you're waiting for it and it never happens until you're not waiting for it or you're not expecting it and then boom and i've never had a movie utilize jump scares so well so enjoyably yeah yeah i was very impressed
0: and I think other things just kind of bouncing off of that it really did well was like the tr- transitions that they had between um, like being awake and being in this like dream state, right, mm-hmm. were so, just oh, my gosh, they were so good where like I can't even explain kind of how they did it because it was she was like laying on the couch with what's her face and then like you slowly heard her voice kind of fade away and then like she kind of opens her eyes and like it just,
1: oh, it was so yeah, boom, well-trapped. She's not there anymore. She's, yeah yeah there was ah, I, I really this might be my favorite movie that we've watched so far. Wow, besides maybe dune-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's two different two different realms. Of oh movie completely. Right? but I, I really, really enjoyed this. and I just think there was there was one scene, you may know what I'm talking about, where they're showing her sitting on the couch. She walks into the house with the door open, and then she was in the dream. State. This is and her coming out of it, her, right? Yes. And she's sitting on the couch. So you think it's like another her, but then the other her is gone and she's actually on the couch. And her door's open. Yeah. And the door's open and they're showing her on the couch looking at the door from what l- appears to be a perspective of you're kind of looking at her from behind the couch. And she gets up and walks kind of towards off screen and the camera pans. And it turns out the camera was actually showing you a reflection on. Like the window of something or a mirror, so when it when it pans across, it completely changes the orientation of the room when she goes to hit, like close the door. I ser- I seriously stopped the movie. I looked at my dad. I was like, "The fuck just happened?" <laughs> and I rewound it and watched it. I was like, "That was incredible." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was so excited, dude. I mean, great. Between that,
0: uh, I I mentioned like just like the really slow zoom ins that they did. Oh, yeah. On like either nothing. Or, like, even her reaction, right? Rebecca Hall's character, like, it built so much tension. And, like, that's what I think added to your jump scares Mm -hmm. was just, like, there was so much build-up and build-up, and then it didn't happen when you think it would. And then it happened, and you're Mm -hmm. just, like, completely caught off guard. Yeah, it was. What do you think of that mirror scene uh, where it says help on the the mirror after she took a shower? Uh, Of all the steam, right, you're able to write on the mirror. It says – maybe it doesn't say help. It
1: says – it just says, yeah, it here. says here. I thought yeah. it was helpful It or says here, right? Sure. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh there's so much. Oh, and when much. she when she goes into the mirror, she, she goes he, like, in bangs her into the mirror and yeah. she appears on the other side kind of thing. But you don't like you yeah. find
0: out it's not Owen at that point, right? That's yeah. the big
1: reveal. Right. I don't know. There's so much tension in that scene. Oh man. <laughs> that that whole yeah, when he when he whispers
0: I think he whispers, I'm not Owen. I'm because not like Owen. Yeah. she's like she can feel him and you can see her hand actually like flatten and like as if you were that was
1: that was amazing insane right didn't dude fuck the invisible man movie which how that's a more recent movie how did you not use techniques like that that was that was awesome to actually see her touch something but not have to you know put a veil over it or something Mm -hmm. like oh man it's incredible like you
0: can see her hand like compress against this thing that's not there. Like, it was a really creative way to show that there's obviously something there mm-hmm. that we can't see. And then it got really weird for a second. Like, he bashes her head against the glass, but then, like, we get a uh, perception from the other side. Yeah. Then, it, like, of flips, the mirrored house. You don't and-
1: there's so much in this that's like intentionally disorienting. And mm-hmm. it's great. It's great. It's so interesting to watch. Like, the, the pillar scene, too, when she sees the shape of, the you know, quote-unquote nothing for the first time, is you see, like, a silhouette of a person in the shape of the pillar with the shelves and, yeah, like, like all of the shapes they use from the house around her, and then they would have the you kind of notice it's a profile of a head and then the head would turn. Yeah. Just subtle
0: enough that you would like draw your attention to it. And then like, you would almost see like a reflection of like eyes to kind of, Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) I really enjoyed this movie. I'm glad we, yeah. No, this was great. This was really great.
0: Yeah. I think this was definitely the bounce back we needed after not even just general trees, but kind of the rest of the week, you know, like I've been looking and again, maybe now that we've talked about it, maybe I'll change my viewpoints of saying like nothing really stood out or great, but I feel like the more that we actually got into this conversation, I feel like this is up there for, I think one of my favorite horror movies. Oh yeah.
1: This definitely in, in recent years, I mean, it, it's got to compete with the likes of Slender man and the conjuring. <laughs> Don't say that too loud.
0: But but no. Travis's
1: favorite movie is the conjuring. That's <laughs> not, I, and I like the conjuring. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but you know, it's a, It's a stereotypical horror movie, right? It's, you know, it's kind of the standard now. It's That's what everything is, right? They're all that. They're all The Conjuring. They're all, it's all the same shit. And this being kind of a psychological horror, I mean, you'd think she's going crazy.
0: I mean, yeah, there's definitely things that point to that she wasn't actually going crazy, right? Like the fact that the mirror was actually broke and there's all of these signs that something unnatural is going on. and. sure. I think they, they played with the concept really well. And again, like they don't really specify. I mean, it's your, up to your interpretation, which I really enjoy of was it death coming to summon her? Was it this demon who is trying to take control over her body? Is it all in her head and she's manipulating these things because of the grief that she lost of her husband? I mean, there's not a lot that's forcefully explained. Sure. So I think that that plays into a lot of it, sure. Which I really and enjoy. I think
1: you could probably go as far to to claim some metaphor to mental health stuff in this too. You know, nothing's after you. The whole idea of there's nothing there. The grappling with, which plays into the next movie also with mm-hmm. you know religion and and I think there's more you know there's more philosophical message in there too oh, potentially. Yeah. And, so yeah.
0: I think had we watched this earlier in the week, we we might have been able to unwind some of more of those what underlying messages. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, we may have may have looked, you know, even deeper, but as far as surface value processing that we've been able to do in the last what, twenty-four hours since we watched it pretty much.
0: Yeah. It was great. It was a great movie. Sunday wasn't too bad though either. Sunday was pretty good too. And I'm gonna be interested to hear kind of your take on things uh but you want to give us a, a rundown of solaris
1: so sunday we watched solaris the 2002 version there is a, an original 1972, 1972 version 72 version russian movie um that i'm assuming neither of us have seen and is also on hbo so i say we throw it on the list somewhere down the line i think we're gonna have, have to, have to after watching. some of the points i i have okay good So Solaris is, a grieving psychologist, Chris Kelvin, is sent to investigate a lonely space station orbiting the mysterious planet Solaris, where terrified crew members are experiencing a host of strange phenomena, including impossibly halcyon visitors that seem all too human. Once aboard, he confronts an unfathomable power that could hold the key to mankind's deepest dreams and darkest nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, George Clooney kind of... Haven't seen him in something in a long time.
0: Yeah, and I just... Because this came out in 2002, and I thought he did an exceptional job in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did really great. Um, And I really enjoyed it. I don't know what your take is on it. I liked it a lot. But I I enjoyed this. And as I was kind of digging deep into things, uh, what became kind of interesting to me is a lot of people who have seen this film, but also the 1972 version, do not like this version of the film.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. So I... I didn't look up a whole lot, but I'm guessing the the original is more of a science fiction style because it's also based on a book, yes. correct? So uh, I have to add this to the list along with uh, Dune, all the Dunes, because yeah. <laughs> but um, but so I'd imagine that that the the Russian version is is more scientific and
0: yeah. So the gripes that at least a lot of people who had seen both with this they mentioned that there is a lack of character development. In this one, which is kind of true, right? Yeah. George Clooney's character never really lets go of the past, right? He he can't grow past his loss with his wife, right? Um, the lack of sci fi s themes in the film. Sure. And then they also had a trouble with the pacing, which, okay. again, going back into what we talked about earlier and last week of this being more of an experience movie, right? It's going to be slow. It's a
1: slower movie, but I, I would wager that the original was probably slow too. Again, like, from what, what I... 1972. Old, old old Star Trek. What year did 2001 A Space Odyssey come out? And 2001. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is false. Take it back. That was a joke, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calm down. But I, I think it kind of goes into those things. And we talked about, like, people having gripes, right, with the new Dune versus the old Dune. And it might just be... You know we're creatures of habit. We don't like change, right? So maybe because this this was a different adaptation of the book, from what I understand, like it's different. Yeah, in a it lot of more ways, it's not necessarily a remake. It's more of right? a a different narrative is kind of the focus. Sure. Uh, and I guess I don't know. So when you mentioned right, we might need to check out the 1972. Like I'm all about it because I, I kind of want to see. I want to compare. Yeah, what people are saying when they say they don't like this movie because I sure. thought I thought it was really good.
1: Sure. I mean, I would expect a, a, a classic 70s space sci-fi, um, which is why I was surprised with this being what it was, but I also saw some reviews and things, you know, people talking about that. I saw that as well. So, I yeah, I don't even know how much there would be to compare because they sound like two different, completely different movies almost mm-hmm. just centered around the same basic story yeah uh, which is interesting to me I, i'm 100 percent on board with watching the other one but yeah what did you like about this film i liked how it would weave in and out of past time. and present yeah um i thought that way of storytelling was interesting and again coming off of nighthouse maybe i kind of liked the, the a little bit disorienting trying to catch where you are And keep up with what's going on because a couple of times I found myself like, oh, where, you know, did I miss something? And then I realized what's going on, but I enjoyed that.
0: What I appreciated about that in particular is the fact that we saw the past through his dreams. Like he was dreaming of the past, right? right? Which gave context as to what's happening in the present and made things make sense, right? And I really
1: appreciated that it wasn't like... There was no person sitting there telling a story over a campfire about exposition
0: yeah you, you knew like <laughs> when he went to stuff. when he went to sleep right and he was somewhere else like, you knew that okay we're revisiting some memories of his and i thought that was a really right. good way to bounce between it unlike halloween kills where it just <laughs> decided let's let's just switch to the 1973 yeah. or seven, was it 78 Switch the I don't know. I don't know. Switch whatever to the, the 1978 version because we we want to and yeah whatever like this had purpose behind it which I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I thought the set design for this film was incredible for it being 2002.
1: Oh, I thought I thought the even the the effects yeah special effects were on par with stuff we've seen recently <laughs> even. Yeah, they did really like, good it, job. Really, yeah, it really looked great. I I liked the pacing honestly I didn't feel bored I didn't feel it was that kind of movie but again like we've talked about experience movie mm-hmm. but the the I enjoyed the kind of long kind of drawn out you felt because things pick up at the end yes so it kind of you know it kind of gets going when you figure out what's going on and more stuff happens but at the beginning where you're you're jumping back and forth between past and present there's a lot of dark, black, fade-to-black transitions to things that kind of segment certain things and give you a a really weird concept of passing time. And so I I liked all of that, and I thought... I, I was never like, itching for the next scene or anything?
0: Well, I think what's... I just... My take on it, um, thinking on it, and this is a hard movie, I think, to talk about right now because we watched it this morning, right? It was five hours ago that I finished this movie. Yeah, I definitely need time. So there's not a lot of time to think on this, and this was my... I think my only gripe on this was watching this on Sunday, like, having this be the final movie of the week where I'd want more time to process what Mm. I want to say. But, like, this, I think, did a really good job of because this is an adaptation of a book and I almost felt when watching it, I felt kind of like I was reading a book, right? All of the fades to blacks could be like Chapters. almost, yeah, right? The chapter sure. ends. So, you know, like we're going into a new purpose, right? And the pacing of the film, right? Of just like telling a story, like there's so much context in the pages of a book versus what you can actually put on screen. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job of just Telling the story, they didn't force it down your throat.
1: They they let everything breathe and give you time to uh, the opposite of what we're like us watching it today, not having time to process. This movie needed time to, mm-hmm. to process what's going on, to soak in the things that were happening on screen. And so it gave you that time, I thought. I thought that was something, especially in today's day and age, where everything's so fast paced. And things move so quickly and stories move so quickly. And this one, the director and writers and whoever, they knew that you needed time to process mm-hmm. what you're seeing. Yes, And that's kind of how I took those fades too and the, the pacing of soak up this experience to understand what's going on because we're showing you things from their life, not telling you. Because, I mean, it's a quick two sentence for, for you to catch up with probably the first three-quarters of the movie. Yeah. Right? They were uh, they were in love. They were falling out of love, and she got pregnant and got an abortion and didn't tell him, and then she killed herself, and now he's grappling with did
0: it. I, did I get that right, that she drank glass?
1: Uh,
0: I remember, like, right before she drank something, I don't know if it was just a bunch of pills or whatever, but she broke a glass. I don't know if she, like, put the glass shavings in her drink and then drank it, or if she, like...
1: I don't even remember that scene. Was I that swear scene?
0: to God, she broke a glass and just like took the glass shavings and threw it in a cup and drank it. And I was like, that's a terrible way to go if that's what yeah, I'm remembering correctly.
1: If that's true, that's crazy, man. It
0: just like shredded <laughs> her insides. This is the way he'd like to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's pretty messed Decent bowed by but... <laughs> werewolves.
1: <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> I watched what we do in the shadows uh-huh. this week too. So <laughs> I think it's just like coming out of me that like I... Uh. It's a movie I watched this week, so I'm I'm referencing it because uh, I'm talking about movies. Uh I feel like I saw way too much of George Clooney's ass in this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2002, Not, man, is a different time. Lots of George Clooney ass if you everywhere. If
0: you read the trivia on this on IMDb and you take it for what it's worth, because anybody can post, and it's like a fucking Wikipedia page, which I think is actually sure. even more unchecked than wikipedia is somebody <laughs> mentioned on here that this was originally a rated r film because of how much they showed his ass but then the director was like oh there's so much worse stuff that you've seen and that's a pg-13 movie so they were able to essentially push it out as a green or a pg-13 movie either the way it felt like that's an crazy. excessive amount <laughs> like <laughs> it's a lot of ass a, a lot, lot of, of ass, ass. <laughs> this movie's for you <laughs> Uh, i'm sure we'll talk about this maybe next week as well i think it we've been kind of mentioning things that we've seen in you know the past kind of revisit itself and i'm sure if we do uh the 1972 version we'll have more to unwind between the obviously the differences between those two films and be able to i don't know talk about this one more because i feel like there's a lot of things that are good about this i just
1: yeah i watched it five hours ago dude. yeah
0: I mean, is there anything else that you feel like you want to talk about with this movie?
1: I don't think so. It does have a pretty smooth ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you feel about the week?
1: I feel a lot lighter this week than last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of upset because we had some decent movies last week that I would like to have not... I feel like I missed out on because the week was just whatever it was. But, I mean, that's, the, that's a whole part of this experience is... Maybe you watch good movies, but you're having a shit week, right? I mean, I do think, like I said at the beginning, I'm hitting that point where TV shows sound really nice to have smaller bits of story, to not have to process.
0: See, I was going a step further and thinking, like, YouTube sounds really nice, (laughs) dude.
1: Well, I was going to (laughs) say, well, I started watching very slowly, uh, I might add, but I started watching Arcane with Jest, a new League Mm -hmm. of Legends show on Netflix, and just getting little bits, watching a few, uh, you know, pieces of an episode here and there. Man, that's just so nice to just get a snippet and then move on to that let that, you know, let that soak. I've, I've even thought this week as far as every time I turn on the stupid Xfinity Flex box downstairs, a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> Wait, you're saying that you don't watch these movies on your $500 glorified PlayStation Roku? No. Oh. Huh. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, when's the last time you played a video game, dude? Like, it's insane. I don't know, know, man. I don't have time for video games. It's kind of crazy how much this takes over your life, though. Like, we are essentially giving 12 hours dedicated just to movies, and then obviously all the other work that's going into the podcast of editing and advertising and things. Like,
1: we're pushing a part time time. job. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is uh, like, I'm not, I'm not. Partaking in any other forms of entertainment because I have a <laughs> two-hour movie every day. I'm like, oh, that's my entertainment. But then we have shit like last week where uh, they're all, oh, we'll watch it later, and you know, of course, they don't give a shit because they don't have to watch it. So nine ten o'clock rolls around, and they're like, ah, you know, never mind, we're not gonna watch it. We're gonna go. Yeah, on just now. screws and you. I'm over. like, now I have to sit through a two two-hour and nine-minute fucking movie until <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. <sighs> you guys don't have to watch it but I do so that's the point I hit where I was like I'm good night goodbye happy birthday I'm going upstairs because I have to watch this fucking movie I have to watch a movie yeah
0: I mean I found myself this week finding it easier to watch the movies I agree um just and I like
1: said that last week where I hoped that we would break through
0: like I think it's part of my schedule now of just like yeah I just know what to expect and and I noticed this week that Like, even though it was a jam-packed week, like, coaching is starting to pick up. Uh, Did some, a lot of stuff with the family this week. Like, we went to a Nuggets game. We went to, down to Castle Rock for the lighting of the tree. Like, dedicating all this other time. Like, I still found myself, again, not even worrying about having to watch the movie. It's it's just the movie. It's the movie now. It's It's part of of the day. It's part of the schedule. So, that was really good. I think we had a plan for a theater movie on Saturday, right? And we just, we were both, not really in a position Got to go see feel, it, yeah. right? So that was the nice thing about this schedule is that we were able to adapt it. Like, we're still seeing a movie. It might not have been what was planned out, yeah. but it still was like, hey, let's figure something else out, right? And then I gave you three options of movies that we could watch, and you're like, dude, I'm done with horror films. like, <laughs> Or not <laughs> horror necessarily, um, but I'm done with uh, Halloween-themed okay. movies. So it's interesting to see just kind of how our, our mindsets are changing about like... What are we willing to watch when we're short mm-hmm. on time? Like yeah. are we really just gonna go off of like this movie's only seventy two minutes long? Yeah, I've never <laughs> done that before in
1: my life. Look at the the time that a movie takes, you know. Uh I think this is gonna
0: test us though, man. Like we're a month in. That's a twelfth of the way. That's that's pretty cool. I will say I'm I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, you miss things that you might not normally like you've been kind of itching for T V shows and I've been itching for maybe some YouTube or video games or just yeah, something, something that's not sh- movies. Short and fa- I know. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about like watching something before you go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And it, if it's short, great. You can watch it, fall asleep, whatever. This is one of those things, though, where you can't throw something on and fall asleep to it, right? Nope. Like I used to put the sleep timer on sometimes. Like I just wanted sure. something to fall asleep to. Sure. But this is like, I can't just do that with these movies. Yeah, I can't you have to watch. I have to watch. I have to be attentive and I have to like, you know, give my undivided attention to these movies so that I can talk about it. And it's not just like, oh, it's late at night, I could throw this on, just fall asleep and just not even give a crap. But yeah, now if
1: I never watch it again, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's definitely would have been Jungle Cruise, right? If we put it on late and I fell asleep, so be it. But mm-hmm. now it's like I have to I hit a point where I'm like, okay. I'm feeling like I can't make it. So I'm going to pause it now and I'm going to go to sleep. And like typically when you watch a movie, right, it's an outlet
0: for your own personal life, right? Because it's an escape from reality. Sure. But the fact that we're watching these movies is part of our reality, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, there's, there's no escape anymore, right? You're not watching a movie to just like get away, not think about what's going on in your daily life. Like this is now our daily life of yeah. like having to watch a movie.
1: It's true. So it takes the movie the movie takes on a little more responsibility yes of pulling you in mm-hmm. keeping your interest right so but i think we'll wrap it up there check us out at NDNM podcast on instagram and twitter and new edition tiktok i can't believe we <laughs> be could be posting <laughs> some fun stuff on tiktok we didn't anticipate such a medium but uh here we are yeah so that's fun and uh but we'll catch you next week you know the drill <laughs> This week for baby. You know where we at. K Bay. Chagaron. Is that his name?
0: This
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding dong.